concentric circles and in squares within squares. Hey guys, welcome to a special two-part edition of It's Not Polite to Ask. Over these next two episodes, we have Jamie Brooke, professional dating coach for ModernFlirting.com. Jamie's been kind enough to join the program to give us her expertise on online dating. In this first part, Jamie, Brandon, and myself break down how to design a profile for your online dating app, which apps are best, and get her informative yet entertaining outlook on dating in 2022 and beyond. And without further ado, let's get right into the program. Hello and welcome to It's Not Polite to Ask. I am your host, Albert Destrade, alongside my interim co-host, Brandon Shaw. Brandon and I are joined today by a very special guest. We are joined by the delightful, the delectable, the divine, the downright all-around badass, Jamie Brooke. Jamie, so happy to have you. Jamie is a dating coach with Modern Flirting. She specializes in charisma, confidence, and online dating. Her social media is Jamie Date on Instagram and TikTok. We are so happy to have you. Jamie, how the hell are you? I am so good. How are you guys? We are doing great. We're doing great. Jamie, you and I specifically had a chance to meet face-to-face recently on the Modern Flirting Ultimate Boot Camp in Las Vegas. It was fun. We had a hell of a weekend. Um, And I got to tell you, you literally, I'm not just saying this, girl, you impress the absolute hell out of me. You were, you are good. You know what you're doing. You are one very, very good coach. How, how, how did you get started in this industry? What's your background? Oh my God. This is actually my favorite question. So you nailed it. Um, so <laughs> it all started with Craigslist. Um, there you go. Now we are cooking. Yeah, exactly. As all great stories do. So you were um, looking for a lawnmower. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually. So I, I had just quit my job. I used to do door-to-door sales um, for like a solar company, uh, solar panels. I was like that annoying girl that would knock on everyone's door and be like, hey, you guys want solar panels? Anyway, so I did that for a while and I was uh, training. So I was doing sales training, like face-to-face sales. And, you know, after like three years, I quit and I was kind of like in between jobs. I was like, all right, like I need like some like, you know, money, obviously. So I go on Craigslist and it was like this like post. It's like, hey, like, come to this party out in like the arts district. Um, like I kind of got the gist that it was for a dating coach company, but it was basically like, you know, like come, like you can't leave. Like there's going to like, we'll provide all the booze, all the, you know, party favors, whatever. I've been um, to a couple of those can't leave parties on Craigslist. Yeah. They don't turn out so well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so I go and meet all the guys I have fun. I mean, honestly, it's, it's hard to put me in a, situation to where I can't have fun you know what I mean I'll just always make the fun you know I end up meeting the guys whatever and then at the end they kind of like took me back and they're like okay so like how did this guy do how did this guy do and I was able to kind of you know uh, say okay this guy did really well here he needs work here and so on and so forth and then they kind of all like looked at each other and like do you want to work for us and I was like wow (laughs) so so then I would just go on boot camps um, you know, whenever they would need me, whatever. Uh, and, and my role would be, you know, they would, they call them like drill models where, um, it's almost like you're like help facilitating, creating like a safe space for the guys to practice whatever it is that they're working on. Because of that, I'm able to give like real time feedback 
as to like how I'm feeling, how you're coming across, body language, all that stuff. And, you know, I had been doing that. And then one of the guys, Jared, like Lawrence, ended up starting his own company a couple years ago. And he called me up and he's like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, yep. And so I've been doing that ever since. And then I kind of got like, you know, quote unquote, promoted, I guess, to dating coach about, uh, I don't know, like a year and a half ago, a year ago. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. Really good background story. Um, for our listeners who might not be familiar with some of the terminology, so when Jamie says that uh, we, she went on boot camps and we went on a boot camp, um, for those of you who know what that means is, it's basically like an immersive weekend or week where you do classroom stuff where you literally discuss dating and um, social theory in a classroom setting. And then the students go out into what we refer to as the field or infield and literally start practicing your social skills in real time, right, Jamie? And us as the coaches, we get to give them real-time feedback and give them um, just kind of our own valuation. Um, I got to tell you, what, one of the things I really liked about you and your approach is you're very high energy. You're very um, gregarious. You seem very genuine in the fun and the vibe that you bring. And I think that that's something that's kind of missing. We talk about that a lot on the show here where you know people meet a lot on online dating and stuff like that. And we're going to get into that. Uh, very extensively during the course of this program. But I think that, that, that we're missing that, Jamie. I think people are missing that like person to person, like just fucking jump moment when you meet somebody at the bar or meet somebody at the club yeah. and you're just, yeah. it's just like a fucking party, man. And like everyone's having right. a good time immediately. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. And it, it reminds me of, you know, there's like these memes that are going around on Instagram and like, uh, you know, Instagram or TikTok, where it's like these, like um, almost like a, like a cloud where it's like, I hate people or like, I love masks because I don't get to like, you know, be as like close or like make the connection or like, I'm going to go home and stay in tonight. And like, it's like, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but like, there is like this like meme theme that's going around right now. And it's all about like how like people hate people. It's like stay at home culture. Right, right. Like, out, like outside, because this was happening before the pandemic too. Um and I hated it. I still hate it. It's like, you know what I, I think started like, it? I think it's the next generation starting to turn 21 and taking over the bar scene is what did it. I really, I, so? I really think that is. Yeah. Specifically the girls that are wearing jeans with Air Force Ones at the bar. Those girls specifically. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to, when it comes to, cause I feel like also the Zoomers, right? The Gen Zs, I feel like they're also sharing those kind of memes too. And, and I don't know, like it always irked me because it's like, we're mammals. We're supposed to like company. We're supposed to like being around other people. And I feel like it's almost implanting this like belief system that we don't like people, even though we're meant to. And I don't know, it's just kind of creating this like very negative vibe when it comes to like meeting people. And, and so that is, if anything, my goal in life is just to combat that and just remind people how great people are. Listen, there's there's a there's a clothing brand that it's pretty popular and it's called the Antisocial Social Club. Like it says that on a t-shirt. Yeah. And I th I think that's like kind of where we're at. Like I think people at this point it's like it used to be like the outcast and now it's like 100% right. It's like cool to not like to be around people. It's cool to be introverted. It's cool to be like, "Oh my god, I hate everyone." Like that whole like kind of like jaded subculture is like in. Yeah. It's like super in. Super in and I want it to be out. <laughs> I know it sucks. It, you know what I mean? Like, especially in the world of online dating, like people are already so like against it. But for me, it's like, I really just have like a total 
totally different outlook. Like I love, that's the other thing too. Like I pride myself on, I've never had a bad date. Really? Never like, had a bad I, date. I, just, I, I don't know if I've ever had a girl say that. Know, like, I, like, I feel like, I feel like my worst date is not really that bad. Like it was just like, all right, like he was cool, but like, you know, maybe I won't see him again. You know what I mean? Or maybe his, uh, the, actually the one that's coming to mind is, you know, his voice octave was like two, two pitches too high. And I was like, oh my God. Um, but I feel like that was probably the only, I was like the worst because for me, you know, it's all about, all right, I'm going to help put someone on the platform where they feel most comfortable, most like want to talk about themselves. And also it's a time where I can also talk about myself, which is everyone's favorite subject right? Being able to talk about yourself. So, so creating that environment is so uh, much fun and first dates are fun. And, you know, if I can, if I can pass that kind of mindset along to my clients or to, you know, the collective, I feel like it's just going to make the world a better place. I'm going to go ahead and say that you're an outlier there though. I'm not sure if you talk to your uh, female friends about this and they kind of hate you for that. I know for a fact, like firsthand, a few girls have told me these, the following stories. One girl told me within 10 minutes of getting in the car, this guy offered her cocaine. Another girl told me that this guy went That's up just good manners. To, I mean, come to on. an expensive to an expensive dinner and like ordered like an animal and then didn't have his wallet and did like the classic like patting his upper pocket that wasn't there move. Uh, just some some absolute terrible stories. So I'm going to go ahead and say that you're like one of one there for having those be the worst situations you've encountered. Sure. Or maybe and I just kind of thought about this too maybe i'm better than your average bear when it comes to pre-selecting look at you so you think so you think you're filtering out a lot of these guys because we're going to talk about that in in great detail here um about how to you know specialize and how to really go through online dating with a fine tooth comb we talk about a lot in the program um online dating and that's kind of where we're at right now jamie i feel like Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like more people are dating and meeting through online than not in 2021 into 2022. You are correct, Albert. Um, yes, that is correct. So uh, actually, and I'll, and I'll you know use myself as an example as well. I only do online dating. Um, Interesting. And, and it's because I can filter out, I feel through messages and also through photos and, and the people I choose to match with uh, better. Right. Because the alternative is, you know, because the sad reality is, is that men don't approach women as much anymore. That's very true. And when they do, the the bar is so low, like it is so unbelievably low. Um, Here in South Florida, the funny thing is, we were talking about cocaine here in South Florida. That's a nice opener. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, But as far as but as far as like men approaching, like it's so you know, they don't, they don't do it very often. And when they do, it's terrible. So well, cause like, it, to, I to me, to interrupt you really quick, to sure. me, it relates back to what you're talking about of that, like anti-social culture of like, when you're at the bar, you're not there to socialize. So I think for the last couple of years, as we've progressed towards that, men have been getting kind of battered out at the bar scene. Mm-hmm. And so they've shied away from approaching and then we've got this, uh, you know, online culture brewing. Yeah. You know, and, and it's almost, and it's unfair I will say a little bit, well, I don't know about unfair because I also can argue at this point too, but either way, I feel like it's unfair because uh, along with like the, you know, stay home culture or, you know, I hate people culture, like meme culture, there's also a lot of like women memes out there that are like, oh my God, every guy who approaches me is terrible. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. When in reality, 
every woman I talk to is, we've also had the conversation of like, we miss being approached because we don't do it. We like expect them to do it and then hate on them for it. But the reason why is because for so long, the way men would go about approaching was like, you know, not very respected, you know what I mean? Not being respectful of the woman, you know, things like that. So, you know, it's almost like, of course, now, you know, cut to 2021, where, you know, women are feeling jaded, where they're just like, for so long, we've been approached in this like really gross manner. So now we're actually have a voice to speak up against it. But I also don't think it's a reason why men could should stop. It's just a reason for them to get better. Jamie, but here's my thing. Here's my take on this, because when you say women, we miss being approached. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. But I would add one giant caveat to that. That's like saying, hey, I miss when guys used to be handy, which is true because guys right now are less handy than they've ever been. But guess what? You want a guy to be handy and fix the house, not be handy and be like, hey, I try to put the door up and next thing you know, the roof collapsed. Like basically you want guys to try to approach, but I think you guys want, you guys want guys to be decent at approaching. And I feel like on the guy side of this, guys are so de-incentivized to go out and try cold approach. Why? Because it's hard. It's hard to go up to a girl, try to have a conversation, get rejected and have to walk away feeling like you're literally eating your own balls. Like where they're like, why would I even try this when I can just hide behind a screen, swipe right or left, send DMs. And if I get rejected, they don't feel anything. I feel like they're so desensitized to that. And Brandon, you had something to add there. Yeah. There's gotta be also something too, because women are like, you know, we want to be approached. We want to be approached. And then I don't know if it's because it's in public or something, but I see women shooing away perfectly acceptable looking guys in all sorts of scenarios with decent openers and just getting like shut down. So I'm not sure if girls are like uncomfortable. You're also looking at it from our lens. We're skewed, buddy. We're in South Florida. This is to me a very unique place where this, what you're describing there to me does not happen in Minnesota. I think it still does, but I want to give some of these women like a, like a snapshot into their lives, like five years from now when they end up with the guy who's five, seven wearing the college football polo on Saturday. Like if they knew that that was the case, then maybe they would be like more friendly towards the slightly better guys than that. And they're just like, nope, not six foot tall. I'm not going to like allow you to approach me in front of, you know, my friends or whatever at the bar. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying there's some sort of extra standard that women are holding men to out with their friends. Or it's just a collective of like, you know, if you want if, if you want to, if you want to be good at something, there's lots of resources to get better at it. Whereas before there wasn't. So yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. I'm just combating the whole women want to be approached thing. Well, yeah, no, we want to be approached and we want to be approached in a way that entertains us, that intrigues us. Right. I do so, bring uh, my juggling equipment out to the bars often. See, perfect. You're good. I did have a girl once say entertain me. And I, I literally was like, she I'm, said entertain. She me? said entertain me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I left my balloon animals in the car. Right. I mean, but that's a gr- but in that you're entertaining her because now you have So my biggest thing is this, like when you're approaching, uh, like for men, right. Being able to have the mindset of, okay, I'm, I want to leave this person better off than when I found them. <laughs> uh, I want to entertain not just her, but her entire group. And, um, I want to be able to be self-amused 
Self amusement is such a amazing, amazing. It's been a big part of my sex life for years now. (laughs) Yeah, they just have to take that enthusiasm that they have in the bedroom with themselves and and give it, you know, during the time that they're talking to people, right? Like when it comes to when it comes to what you're doing, like we know what guys are doing. We know that you're trying to hit on us, and for the most part, I feel like women are gonna let you let you finish your sentence. You know what I mean? Let you let you get it out. And in a way, if you do it in a way where you're like amused with yourself, I feel like the response is always so much better. Um, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, because here's the other thing, too. Women, we spend so much time and money getting ready to go out. Like, what do you guys do? You take a shower, maybe. I love the maybe there. <laughs> and like, if you're lucky, if it's a big, if it's a special occasion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, keys, wallet, phone, you're out a lot the of door. Back. Right. <laughs> Women, what are we doing? We got the hair. We got the makeup. You know what I mean? That's like an hour, you know, getting ready. Sometimes even more makeup. I don't know how the last time that you, you know, looked at the prices of makeup. Probably never. That shit is expensive. I lost my makeup bag like a couple of years ago. I'm still recovering. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so as far as like the time and effort and money that it takes for us to even step out the door. It's because we want to be approached. It's because we want to be, I will say it's 2021. There is another reason and that's photos. Oh yeah, that is true. Also, no, no, there's photos, Brandon, which is, I think the number one reason girls are going out nowadays. And number two, a lot of things that girls do, uh, makeup wise, style wise, whatever you want to call it. It's not for guys. It's for other girls. Weird girls have this weird thing where they want to have like other girls' approval in a way. Like we, Brandon, have, Brandon and I have this theory where we believe that women wear red lipstick exclusively for other women because I've never in my entire life seen a guy not with see a girl have red lipstick and be like, oh, that red lipstick just looks so good. The same thing with what I was talking about. I've never once been like, dude, when that girl shows up and she's wearing those baggy jeans. And those dirty Air Force Ones and that fucking stupid backpack. God, do I get going. <laughs> it's a, it's like a, no gr- it's a girl forgot. on girl. Oh, and, and, and again, we're not. Listen, we get it. It's style. It's, it's what's in right now. It's interesting, though, to see that body type trends do tend to follow what men are into, though. I will say that. Oh, like butts are all the rave now? Butts and like 90s was like no butts, small waist. And yep. like now we're into like thick culture. So yeah. the, the body types follow what men like and then the style follows what women like. Right, I miss the days of low-rise jeans. Those are those are really the greatest days. It's not polite to ask. Brought to you in part by Modern Flirting. Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or just a success-minded man? Yet you're struggling to connect with women or live the epic lifestyle you know you deserve. Well, our friend Jared Psych Lord and his team at Modern Flirting have got your back. The Modern Flirting program does everything for you in order to become a truly attractive and high-status man in today's competitive dating world. From optimizing pictures, polishing bios, and nailing down messaging for all your online dating needs. Modern Flirting offers a step-by-step guide to meet and attract the real women that you see out and about. Whether it's the man himself, Jared Lawrence, or his insane roster of talented coaches, you'll have access to the best of the best including Cosmo, winner of the VH1 show, The Pickup Artist, Jay McDaniel, LA's Instagram party magnet, Jamie Date, the rising dating queen of TikTok. If you're interested in leveling up your lifestyle and making 2022 a year of abundance with quality women, here's what you do. 
You go to modernflirting.com, that's modernflirting.com, and schedule a call today. Mention the It's Not Polite to Ask podcast, and you'll be given a discount upon joining or free training even if you decide it's not for you. Once again, go now to modernflirting.com and check out Jared Psych Lawrence. You can also add him on both Facebook and Instagram, modernflirting.com. That's modernflirting.com. I will say this. So, so to go back to your theory on makeup for women, uh, I actually disagree with you on that. And, and I will tell you why. Um, I don't know the last time I went to a girlfriend's house or a girl going to another girlfriend's house, like a girl's get together, a girl's brunch or whatever. And they're like all done up to the night. Oh, I totally disagree. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I mean, it, like at someone's house, not like out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Right. And so, but if your theory is that we do it for other women, then knowing that women are going to be there at the house or not, we're going to do ourselves up, but we don't. It's it's going out. Period. And honestly, I still stand by a large part of the reason why we do it is because we want to be looked at as attractive to men because. The world is much more easier navigated through a woman's eyes when she is attractive to the male gaze. And that is an, a sad fact, but it is true. Um, that's why when women are like, oh, I don't wear makeup for men, I wear it for me. And it's like, yes, but also, you know, it's a lot easier to live life when you are looked at as attractive. Well, to, to kind of build on the point you just made, Jamie, I, I do agree with that. I think women want to be viewed as attractive through a male's gaze. And thankfully, because men don't really even think about it. You guys, not you. I, I know you guys, so I know that you're better than this. But, you know, a lot of men really don't treat women that are not attractive very well, do we? You know what I mean? Or do they? Not wrong. Definitely. Right? There's like, listen, no, listen, listen, let's time, listen you know? uh, on this on this program. We are brutally honest. And I will tell you, attractive or better looking women have such a free pass in life compared to lesser quote unquote attractive women like they get red carpets rolled out for them the the people move mountains for them i definitely agree with you there you're, you're not wrong on that point they're right. on way better boats they're way better <laughs> way better boats way nicer dinners way nicer the whole thing i get it right. but i i, I to, to speak to your point i will tell you this um i think it's an interesting time in society as we enter 2022 where the eyeballs that are on you uh when a woman does present herself at whatever way she wants to have increased by an exponential number thanks to ding 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 dating apps so we're going to talk a little bit here with you jamie this is your wheelhouse this is your cup of tea we're going to dive right into it okay we're going to talk the almighty dating app which has been a very common theme on this program brandon and i are ready to pick your brain you can feel free to pick our brain be careful what you look for there's some really weird thoughts in there so Let's just, without further ado, let's just get right into it, okay? Jamie, so walk me through how you, as a girl, view the dating apps. Is there a difference between Tinder, Bumble, Hinge? Where do they fall for okay, you? Okay, so when it comes to online dating apps, uh, if you are in America, Hinge over everything else. Um, hinge, and, and I say this uh, because for quite some time now, I have actually been moonlighting as a man. <laughs> on on uh wait come again oh yeah so i've actually been a catfishing don't tell anyone um as a man so i can actually get some data points to give to my clients right so i've actually seen online dating apps through the eyes of men 
So when are you and Christine going on a date? <laughs> I know, right? Um, I know. I was like, am I a lesbian now? <laughs> but um, wow. But but yeah. So so I've actually seen it through you know the male eyes, right? Um, and yeah, Hinge is the best. Uh, Tinder is good. Tinder is just it has the most people on it. So just by sheer numbers, it's good. Um, and and Bumble, I actually I was not a huge fan of as a woman or as a man on that one. Um, and then I honestly have not even played with the other ones. I know there's like coffee, meat, bagel, plenty of fish I hear is a fucking crapshoot. But honestly, like between those three, that's all you need. You really don't need to do any more than just, you know, three dating apps. Like, yeah, I see guys that are have like eight da different dating apps. And then they're like, I'm so burnt out. And I'm like, I know <laughs> I could tell, you know, I, I don't think you need to have any more. But yeah, Hinge is by far, I think the best. Like I said, if you're living in America, I know that like, my clients that live outside of America, Hinge is not as big, but that's when you can replace that with uh, Tinder. I do know that like Match is pretty big on some other countries, you know, things like that. Question for you. So as a woman on the swiping side, what's a photo that a guy can have that's an instant no for you? Um, you know, honestly, if I can't see your face, within the first on, on your first picture like if you have sunglasses like i mean just as easy as sunglasses on if i can't see your face on your or or you're wearing sunglasses on your first picture i'm swiping left immediately because I so don't my picture with me as spider-man's no good no not as your <laughs> one, if anything. What, what if it's multiple guys what if there's three guys in the photo and you don't know it's like is it the guy in the middle is he on the right like what, what about that situation so that's a good point so i always Say, okay, I actually, I, and, and, and a lot of dating coaches disagree with me, but whatever, I stand by it. I actually like to see one photo, not as your first one. Your first one should be you, yourself, not a selfie, uh, smiling with no sunglasses on. We can get into that later. But I like to see one photo that shows a little bit of their lifestyle. Like, so for example, I'm really into music festivals, right? I'm a big music festival person. Nice. I'm also really big into camping. So if I see him like on a camping trip with his buddies or I see him at like Burning Man or Lightning in a Bottle or something like that, I'm like, OK, yes, like that's a very big turn on for me because I like a guy that, uh, you know, obviously shared interests, right? Commonalities are great. And then also I could see when you take photos with your friends, you can see through your body language and how you pose and how you smile a little bit more personality which is, I think, what a lot of guys are lacking on their photos. is showing. Not to mention it shows that they actually have friends. They're exactly. like, this, is, this person has a social life. Exactly, because that's the other thing, too. It's like, all right, like maybe I'm auditioning to, you know, be maybe a potential girlfriend, maybe a potential hookup, maybe a friends with benefits, whatever. I want to know, like, if I look like I semi-fit into your life, maybe at all. Like, you know, do your friends look cool? Does it look like you have a good time with your friends, you know? Yeah, like, like, so when it comes to that, I also, uh, I'm a big fan of pictures at weddings, because guys look so good in a tux, you know, like, that's just like a nice thing. So usually when they always like, they always have like a wedding photo where they're like in the club. I had that too for a while, but people had a problem that my wife was also in those on the online oh, yeah. dating. Jay, I have, I, I, I've done that before. We've talked yeah. about that where I've been like, man, that girl in the white dress is hot. And, and we discussed that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a gripe about weddings too, from a girl standpoint, which is, I always feel like girls 
look like an unrealistic version of themselves at weddings. Why? Because they've like, done their makeup for six hours professionally, both hair and makeup professionally. Everything is yeah, so like if I see a girl at a wedding, it's the opposite of like. So like I play a lot of poker in a casino. There's almost no girls. So when you see a girl in a poker room, you generally add like two points. Like they look two points hotter than they actually are. The wedding, you have to actually subtract because you're just like. This is, there's so much pre-production going on to this that it it has to be, it's like a filter for real life, basically. All right, but moving on to another common one. What if you see a guy, no sunglasses, holding up a fish? We've also talked about that. Oh, the fish, the big fish one. Honestly, like, okay. uh, To me, it looks like he can't afford food, but. (laughs) You know, uh... I don't actually hate that one. The problem is, is that guys who do it, right. that's all of their photos. Like, it's literally like all six are just like him at a different lake. They're like, you don't like sea bass? How do you feel about um, salmon? Yeah. They're like, we get it. Carp, trout, you like to right? eat. Right. I actually don't hate it if it's one of your photos and again, not your, your profile photo. Until you get to his Instagram um, and that's all it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, no, because with women, it, like that shows commonalities, right? Like I know a lot of women, like I'm from Florida right? Where you guys are from. So uh, when I was going to Florida State, I had a lot in obviously, if you've never been to Florida, you have to drive north to get to the south, right? Um, And so in Tallahassee, there's a lot of people who are more like, you know, country living, you know, freshwater fishing, like I have that type of lifestyle. And with that, like, I have a girlfriend that that's how she met her husband, because he like they both fish. So her seeing that, like they didn't meet through online dating, but I'm sure that if she saw a picture of him, you know, holding up a fish, she's not going to be like, oh my God, that's so annoying. She's going to be like, no, like that's a commonality. But, you know, it's that fine line between, is it every photo? Is it like a bad blurry photo where you're holding up a fish? Does the fish look mutilated? Like, you know what I mean? Like little things like that. You can like pose it nicer. Um, But yeah, I actually, I don't actually hate the fish as much. Jamie, during our... uh Vegas Bootcamp, you gave a fantastic presentation titled, and I, I love this title, How to Make Online Dating Suck Less. And I thought it was a great title because I think everyone, the, the, what's interesting about online dating is almost everyone's doing it, but everyone feels like, ugh, I hate this. I don't want to be here. Like everyone's like, this fucking sucks, but I have to kind of do it, right? So, um, and that's yeah. kind of what, you know, the breakdown you gave us. Um, you, you talked about a three major pillar of goals. Um, can you share those three goals with us? Those underlying goals that are what, you know, what's important. And then we can kind of, after you, after you give us that breakdown, we'll, we'll kind of go into them a little bit. Yeah, I love it. So the underlying goals are, you know, you want to display your value or like what we call in the pickup world, like display higher value, right. Without sounding braggy. Um, that's a big one. The second one is, you know, inform your, talk about yourself in a non cliche way. Uh, and then the third one I think is one of the biggest is humor, paint pictures because you're only getting, so here's the thing. Uh, there was, there's a pie chart that I learned when I was in sales and and it's really big. You probably know it, know it, but it's, it's how to influence people. Like something like 56% of it, of body language, third, another 30, I don't know, something percent is tonalities and only 7% are words. 7% of how you influence someone is words. And when you are on online dating, you're only getting the 7%. 
which is word, right? And you're getting photos, but right, but they're stagnant. You're not really getting body language because most of them are posed, right? Um, you're getting just those 7%. So with that, with your word, you really want to be able to paint pictures. And I can go into more of what that means later, but, but being able to communicate humor and tone through things like text is huge and it's a total game changer and it makes online dating a lot more fun. It, it, it leads to that witty banter that everyone's trying to look for. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the tough, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. That's one of the toughest things about this whole online dating thing is it's so hard within five pictures and one paragraph or whatever the fuck you write on there to communicate who a person is, like to communicate personality, to com communicate, um, you know, something that's more than just every other profile out there. So. I think you're spot on with that shit, Jamie. I think it's important. I think it's like, you know, for me and Brandon, we're, we're always trying to help ourselves and help our friends. And I think the big question is like, you know, what, what's something you recommend, Jamie? What do you think a memorable move that a guy can do to stand out, to, to, to show that extra life, to, sh to paint that picture? What's, what's something you think is the opposite of holding up a fish? So, um, well, I mean, Online dating can really be broken down into three separate things, right? It's your photos, which make up for 98% of the reason why she's swiping right or left on you. 98. Well, that makes a lot of sense and why I haven't had success. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I mean, I don't, you know, and that's the other thing too. Women don't care as much as men do when it oh, comes to Oh, thank God. Oh, really that's good. Yeah. Him, right? Just can put you yourself in expensive places, Brandon, and that, that'll at least help out. Yeah, show off your money a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but when it comes to online dating, it's it's photos, it's bios, or in Hinge's case, it's prompts, um, and messages, right? So how what what's something a man can do to better his outcomes, right? We can break it down that way, right? First thing, photos. Post me with bigger fish. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Uh, men are terrible, notoriously terrible when it comes to taking photos. And of course they are. Think about this. Women, right? What did we have back in the day, MySpace, from a very young age, we learned how to take photos, how angles worked, how lighting works. Men didn't do that. Well, Jamie, you know, you know who the men are who are best at taking photos? Gay men. They're literally, nobody's better at taking pictures than gay men. Like a, a heterosexual man who's good at taking pictures. I'm just like, man, this guy, you know, he's, he's a nice guy, but I, I don't even know where he gets it from. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and, but you know, so in the heterosexual community, <laughs> um, it's women. Right. And so we, you know, we've, we spent years, uh, you know, learning how to take photos, learning how to work the angles and men just don't. They also, men aren't out taking photos of themselves constantly or asking people to take photos. So they just don't have very many. So my biggest advice is to fucking suck it up and buy on Amazon. They're like 20 bucks, uh, you know, a, a ring light and, a, and a, a clicker so you can just have it and just work like like take a photo of yourself. Get used to what it uh, feels like. You want the camera to be angled up. Cause that makes you look more masculine. We need like an instructional um, handbook. Cause and, I've been like trying to figure this out as well. And like looking at Instagram and all I've been doing is like arching my back more. Like that's all that's really, that's all that I've really picked up. All, all I got, from, all I got from what you said was Albert, if you want to be successful online dating, buy a ring. That's all I heard. I, I just <laughs> like go online and buy a ring. I'm like, got it. Oh, ring light, the ring lights. It, oh, ring light. Got it. Ring lighting. light. Take a photo and, and, and make it almost like you're in movement. 
right? So like there's there's photos that I take of my clients. Uh, that's one of like the services that I uh, offer is, you know, they bring me out to take photos of them. Um, and I saw I you in action doing this shit. I saw you actually killing it. Thank you. Um, I think since men aren't handy anymore, I'm going to dress up as Tim Allen in, uh, in tool time and, and pretend like I'm sawing something. It's actually a really good yeah. idea. Get some flannels and the tool belt. Yeah, but just wear the tool belt. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you do it. There it is. Um, yeah. No, he, looks, he, he would look like the copper tone baby. You don't understand exactly how white he is. It's yeah. actually not a good look. It would be like copper tone baby meets Chippendales. It would, no, it's but not that's good. What, that's, but see, that's why you need me, because there's some editing apps that I can make you look tan as fuck. Um, so, you know, we can... And then the girl has to wear sunglasses because I'm so bright. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Join us next week. We'll continue our chat with Jamie Brooke. Until the next time, I'm your host, Albert Destrada, and this is It's Not Polite to Ask.